And we're live. And welcome tonight, everybody, as we are here for the Wednesday, uh, August 19th veto episode of this season of Big Brother USA uh, All-Stars number 22, if we're keeping score. Uh, I'm Dave Mater, joined by my brother Jeff here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's been a whole hour and a half since our last podcast, uh, coming off the heels of the original series rewatch over on Live Long and Podcast. But here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, it was the veto episode. It's week two, Jeff. And uh, we have Memphis tonight in this episode uh, mm-hmm. winning the veto also, the, the reigning HOH. So uh, all the power, all the glory, all the madness that comes with it. Yeah, we're talking about a different kind of meow meow in this episode. <laughs> Yes, and this alliance of six that we thought was so strong, the new level six, it has Tyler. It has five other people. How could it go wrong? But um, it's hap- you know, like it's fracturing already. Like the whole alliance is gunning for him once he's not in power. They're ready to throw him to the wolves because he they, they see him as playing both sides with Janelle and Kesar. Yeah, who knew that it just took the wrong person in that alliance to win the HOH for everything to go to hell? Right. Um, Any of the other five people win the HOH, they probably go for the back door. But Memphis is like this. I liked Danny's comment at the end of the episode when she was like, you know, you're out here calling people rookies. Yeah, you're the one making the rookie mistakes, which, you you know, I I think that's true. But at the same time, it's like, Memphis, why don't you just go align with Janelle and Kaser if you don't want to take them out? Like, why are you on like the the cool kids team you know like what what are you doing memphis i don't really get it like you, it seems like you just want to be everybody's friend and don't want to be targeted kind of like cody was doing last week but in a much worse way because i mean yes. like but like, he does kind of make a good point like uh in the fact that like why didn't you do it if you if you wanted those people out cody you had a hoh last week you know <laughs> you know like memphis makes the point to him it's like oh you know we you you wouldn't do it so why should i and can't really fault his logic on that one because like you know it's true when you're hoh and you win veto everybody wants you to do what they want you to do and yeah and totally sometimes, sometimes it's good not to do it but it depends like if you actually want to be in this alliance and you want to see it through long term then do it but i don't think he actually really trusts his alliance uh and i don't think they trust him and so it's it's so to me it's like then make a new alliance make an alliance with caser and, and Janelle, and, and be like the old school guys or whatever. Like, like work the house. What's Davon yeah, doing? He, he What's doesn't... Bailey doing? They're barely on the show. You know, like yeah, the, yeah. It, You're not it, wrong. I just don't get it. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's like right now, if you if you just came, like maybe Josh will have this opinion. But if you just came into the show, you would think there's only one alliance in the house, and it seems that to be the case. You know. Well, let's get a hot take in here because we're going to be bringing in our friend here, Josh Foster, uh, in in a short moment. Once he gets on camera, I'm going to bring him in. Um, here he comes. As we're going to be talking about his reaction to this episode, Jamil Robinson unable to be with us tonight. We have our our new correspondent, Josh Foster, coming in for his debut on this a second week of Big Brother. He's caught up. He's ready to talk. You may have seen him on the Survivor Foster rewatch series. It's Josh Foster. How are you doing tonight, Josh? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, boys. Thanks for having me last minute here. You caught me a good time. My curls are on point. 
And uh, yeah, just <laughs> all along with that uh, 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 veto. And uh, I, I want to <clears throat> first say this because I heard you at the tail end there, Jeff, as I was transitioning. So I was, I was you got the YouTube in the background uh, while I was setting up here. I think Memphis is too scared because he, first of all, if he makes a move now, he's putting a target on his back super early in the game, right? But I think that he's, in, I think that in his mind, he's not sold on the sixth. I don't think that he is. Josh, uh, uh, not to, uh, like, we can hear you, but there's a bit of a, a reverb in your uh, in your audio, just to let you know, there's a bit of a, like, a, like a clicking almost. A clicking? Yeah, it's almost when you when you speak, there's it's like a vibration of sorts. Okay. Okay. Jeff, well, can you hear too? It's his microphone. Yeah, I hear it. It's the. Well, it, I'm guessing he's using his headphone. Yeah, I'm using. Uh, yeah, because the uh, other headphones I tried that I have didn't work very well. Is it really uh, that bad? Well, it's a little bit distracting. You sound like a robot. Uh, can you go to uh, uh, your laptop microphone? Yeah, one second here. Sorry, we didn't get a chance to test this before the show, so uh, no problem. But I just, I, I think for the listener, it might be a little bit. Uh, yeah, let's try here. Hello. Hey, that's that's good. Yeah, okay. that's better. Yep. Yeah, that's much better. Okay, so thank you for doing that. Yeah. Okay, so Josh, thank. Yeah, I know you. you uh, just uh, again, uh, you're uh, in terms of uh, you. Uh, we're caught up in the last week, right? Yes, uh, this yeah, season? I, yeah. I started. I, I was so Sunday, Monday. I was able to catch up on all the other previous episodes. Okay, so just high level before we get really deep dive into tonight and sort of how this week is playing out. What's been your sort of hot take on this whole season so far? Uh, and then maybe we, I don't know if we'll go through all sixteen cast members, but I would sort of like maybe to hear your highlights uh, on who you're sort of got your eye on or who you think's maybe underwhelming the situation. Yeah, no problem. So I, I just realized I forgot to move the light before I turned this on, but uh, I think I'm sure it's fine. Um, well, here's the thing, right? I got, you know, like just like Survivor, if anyone's ever seen the other podcast, we do those other recaps, right? I didn't watch Big Brother for a very long time. I watched the season. I, I saw when Ian won, when he beat Dan. Um, I saw the first season I saw was when Enzo was in the brigade. Um, I know Bailey and Devon because they actually played the challenge. They played the challenge before. Bailey was on the most recent season, so I know them. Like you know, I've seen what they can do in a sense. Uh, and I think that was in terms of the people I know. And then I guess Cody's brother Paulie's also on the show, right? But I was very unfamiliar with the cast, very unfamiliar. Um, and so I kind of looked at it like you know, from then till now. Um, you know, speaking off the top of my head, not knowing every single season, obviously it seems like it could have been a much better cast. Um, it, look, it seems to me what's happening is that, you know, other than Janelle and Kaser risking almost getting voted out week one, getting the save and all that, or the safety suite, is that um, it seems to me that there's it's going to take a, a few weeks, I think, to weed out those non-all-stars, if you will. I think that's the, that's, the, that's the deficit at the beginning of the season right now. I think that's my biggest take on so far. Yeah. No, uh, well, hey, fair enough. And like, uh, and like I've, I've told you uh, before and in, to the audience um, that I've seen about half. I've been watching since 15 every season, but anybody prior to 15, I saw the finale of 14. So I saw the last episode where, where Ian won. 
but mm-hmm. uh, but I that was my sort of introduction to Big Brother, and but I haven't gone back and watched anything else, and so like characters like Memphis are very much mysteries to me. I don't know what to expect from him. I am not impressed. I don't know. All star, I think you're right, is uh, sort of a loose term. I think we've seen some of these players are not maybe living up to that caliber. I think with this whole the challenges that come with COVID nineteen. I think you sort of take who you can get, who feels comfortable to go out. Plus, there was a whole scandal uh, of pre-gaming that was before the game that possibly yeah, I, knocked I, I out some of the best players ever. At all. I'm I sorry. Don't, I don't understand why Janelle doesn't like me. I mean, I, I don't understand why in a returning season you take that so seriously. I'm sorry. That, that makes absolutely no sense to me. I know you're supposed to, like, you know, they really want to hire the whatever they, whatever the circumstances were. That's ridiculous. You know, if you're coming, you're, you're speaking to what I'm saying. You should have wanted what? that. You should have wanted people to be talking beforehand, because then you hit the ground running. Right, and we're we're we're, we're specifically addressing the uh, alleged uh, infraction, or perhaps uh, ratting out of Nicole Franzel of Derek Levasseur, the winner of BB16, uh, who was potentially going to be on the season, and was Dan uh, Geeslane, the winner of BB12, I believe. Right? Is that right? Yeah. Um, and so, but they were, they were, he, she kind of ratted them out to CBS that they were sort of pre gaming. And, uh, you know, I don't, I'm absolutely, you can judge them, but I guess that, you know, I, I think the other thing to say there is too that that stuff just goes on. And so, uh, it just speaks to kind it's of the like, player she is. But it's like saying that when the Patriots got caught for cheating for, you know, spying on a team. Every team does it. Every play, you know what I mean? Like, why Why would you do that and sacrifice? Because, like, if they were in it, too, on top of, you know, having their other players as Memphis and um, Cody, the only thing I could say, the only positive of those two not being in is, I guess, you get to see Cody and Memphis not play second fiddle, I, I guess. Right. Yeah. Shine, I guess. What I'm trying well, to say. I think that's more interesting. Like, I, I, you know, I think it's to throw two winners in with this bunch is kind of weird a little bit because, True like, enough. I would, you know, it's like to me, it's like either go all winners or don't. Well, if, they, if, if, if this season didn't pan out, I, which I think a lot of fans, I'm assuming you guys as hard, more hardcore fans can, can say, right? It's not the all star cash you wanted. So, you know, just in some cases it is. I'm like, I'm happy to see three players because you're, you're almost at the survivor point where you could have all you could have you have enough winners for a full cast, right? Mm, so why not? Yep. You don't want a full winners cast, of Big Brother. It would not be a good. <laughs> why, would, why would that be? It just wouldn't be a good season. The the like I don't think you Big Brother. Okay, it's different than Survivor, guys. I mean, it's it's they need wacky idiot characters in the house that's why enzo's on the show okay, fine. make why... a top three then okay cap it a top three then right but like you know what i mean like it, it they it, they should in the future make up for this you know obviously due to covid and stuff right but it, obviously you know they got to make up for it somehow down the road right like also yeah I, I agree with you jeff that the fact that survivor is different than big brothers most people who play survivor know what survivor is have under like know how to game it more uh, are are more fans of the show, but uh, Big Brother is largely made up of what we call recruits, right? Which are like you know, in, social media influencers, whoever, like whoever the models and whatever people who don't necessarily watch Big Brother. Usually, I think they prefer people who don't because they want people to sort that's of come right. in and be sort of lost. And I think that's why if you're going to pick a first boot to bring back, I think that's why we have David in this house, right? He's the most, like he, he's savvy, and we kind of saw some good things out of him last year, but he's mostly kind of 
ineffectual as, as we've seen. He's not he's not a really good Big Brother player. Uh, you know, well, the fact like that he went out early. Like experience, you think memorable, you think you know. So, yeah, it's just yeah, it's fair. It's for fair take for sure. Big Brother's right. like king of the idiots. Okay, like that's uh, that's usually who ends up winning the game. Is that it, it, the one because like you know going because you know, like a challenge and then doing the survivor and you know this is that it's much more family oriented. Um, like getting back to the getting well getting well think about this right getting back to the um, episode right like yeah. no other show would would have done what Ian's punishment was. Cause that was just ridiculous from, you know, an older viewing standpoint. His like, uh, having to do the drop, the dramatic scene with the robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those every time. Again, that's part of big brother. And that's why like guys like, you know, that's why the like mooch. when you see a big brother player, go play a survivor. It's never like somebody like Ian or somebody like Christmas. It would be somebody like Christmas, it would, but it wouldn't be like, it would be somebody who's like athletic, is good will be good in the challenges and survivor and has some sort of savvy that's why caleb played and hayden and like you know players like this uh they, they're not going to put nicole anthony on survivor which they should you know like I, i'm not against it uh but i understand like they they have like every year in big brother especially they have like roles that they want to fill right and archetypes what, yeah, archetypes seen. you know they, they need like the big dumb jock which is like enzo this season they need like the nerdy girl they need you know the usually there's a southern hick farmer guy you know they they have like an archetype that they usually want to hit they, they want like a, a african male uh african-american female or african-american male they usually do that we have that on this season we have you know like they always have a blonde girl, always have a brunette girl. Like they, you know, they they go down the list. They always like hit every single right. thing. Yeah, certain types of people, and and I think that in terms of like these particular all stars, but you know what? At the same time, I'm in like this particular combination. Like there are certain players I definitely don't want to see be successful and win of this group for sure. But I'm kind of curious to see how this plays out. I think it's interesting these particular people, maybe because they're not that good or they're not really you know setting the world on fire here as much right um it's it's kind of fun to just see this play out but weeks like this i think are tough because i'm like i am a fan of nicole anthony i have her in our draft and it's not looking good for her uh david i well i don't have him in the draft he's another player while i don't think he's good i don't want to see i don't think he deserves to go i think memphis has been particularly harsh and cruel and I've never, you know, like Jamil was saying last episode, like this guy is sinking his game big time. Like even though he's in this alliance, he was set up, he was set up so pretty. And it's clear that they can't even talk to him about what's going on. Like his connections to Kesar and Janelle, uh, while he spilled all these, all the beans to them, like it mostly freaked them out that he could jump to their side, that they trusted him enough to tell him that. Was almost worse for him tonight, and he's then playing, just playing individual. He's playing. He's not. He's not playing the team game. No. Well, that's not but, modern Big Brother Alliance style, right? Like the right. Uh, even I don't like Jeff. You know more about the older seasons, but I don't think like in in back in Dan Geesling's day, would Memphis be allowed to get away with some of the stuff he's getting away with? Uh, or okay. what? Well, we'll see if he gets away with it. But he's he's doing it at, <clears throat> at the moment. When he played with Dan, he it was. It was a lot like what Derek and Cody did, where it was like we tell each other everything, but then we, and that's what he—if you notice—that's how he tries to talk to Cody. 
So he has his like plus one that he wants to share information with, but he wants like a bigger alliance just for safety, right? But he doesn't actually really want to take that big alliance to like the final six, you know? And, and, and he, which is also like it's smart but stupid at the same time. Like there's a reason why he thinks that way because he had success the first time of doing it. But at the same time, Big Brother, especially now, in the last few seasons, especially, it's always who's getting a big alliance and hold it pretty much until jury and then things might change a little bit you know and like look at what paul did he took you know he never was never in trouble look how uh what's her face one uh let's go that's she you know she was like never in trouble you know like right. this is how like they like especially modern players like tyler and nicole franzel view how to be successful in big brother whereas the fans don't want to watch that the fans want to watch swings and they want to watch like the house blow up and but if you're in the house you're not going to want to do that because you're going to you're going to want to control the game as much as possible right like that's that's like the whole goal but at the same time like i, I don't know like i don't mind i i just want to see like not a big alliance just dominate like especially in an all-star season uh but well and i don't either i think what memphis is doing as a tv viewer but as a player if i was in the house and i was in his alliance i'd be like what are you doing you know like for sure i understand exactly why his alliance doesn't like is like why is he not backdooring janelle or caser like they clearly are coming after like nicole franzel for instance right Right. but i don't think that's shit about nicole franzel i don't think he cares if she comes or goes Right, so no, he sees the alliance as being led by Cody and himself. Yeah, they are the head of this alliance in his mind, but in Cody's mind, it's not that. Cody is more; it's more like him and Nicole are at the head of the alliance. Well, I think Cody's trying to play both. He's trying to say like, all right, I have Nicole on this on this little end over here, and I have Memphis, right? But now he's starting to go. Well, I have way more options through Nicole because everybody is like Danny and um, Tyler for sure. Are kind of like in that group. Who's the other person in that alliance? Am I missing somebody? Christmas, Danny, Christmas, Christmas, and Danny. Yeah, yeah. So, and what's Christmas up to? She's in this alliance, but she doesn't seem to be a very active member of it. She wants to do comps. Apparently, that's the only thing that she's really said. She's in the she's in the alliance for her muscle. So when she wins HOHs, they can control her HOH. That's why she's. But we know how social of a player she is. This is very uh, uh, very odd. Well, she, you know, well, she, that is true because she lashed, no, she did pull in Ian, right? Even though Ian said he planted the seed, I think that what Christmas did with Ian was smart because with Ian, just like Nicole F, you know, she's a winner. The one only one, two winners, right? So that kind of puts, even though she's a, a big comp threat, Ian's more of a threat because he's won. So it's kind of like a shield. I think that was a smart play outside of her main alliance. It was, I think it was a good move for her. I agree. It was just, but it again wasn't good for the alliance, and this is like a depart like modern Big Brother, especially alliances. The majority of alliances, uh, recent seasons that I've seen have had this big groupthink uh, aspect to them, right? Where everybody kind of gets together and everybody gets on the same page very quickly. Level six in particular, yeah. uh, during last season with Tyler was was in particularly good at this, and it's odd to me that Tyler isn't invoking that those those lessons like he knows how to run a good alliance even if the other five maybe don't 
he should be able to pull it together. But it doesn't seem like that's where his priority is. He seems where where is Tyler's priority in this alliance? He doesn't seem to like Memphis, but that's kind of everybody. Well, he seems the, more closer he, to Danny he, and he seemed to not want David to go home. He kept saying right. that tonight. Yeah, he was very much about keeping David around. Well, that's because he can't trust Memphis. No one can trust once again because because Memphis doesn't want to commit to anything because in his mind he's playing an individual game. So he doesn't want to set in stone this alliance because I think that he's scared in a sense that if he puts Janelle or Kaser up, right, then there may be, you know people couldn't find out. Like I said, he's like you said before earlier, right? He's playing bookie. He's not playing bold, right? He's not taking chances, right? And that's his issue. And the reason he's floating in a sense, even though he's, you know, head of the household and got the, and had the veto, he has, he's not committing. And now he's not committing. That six is, that six is done in my opinion. I don't think it's going to last, you know, three weeks. No, does it even have a name, Jeff? Um, sort of. The commission. It's the commission, the, right? All the commission, but it was Memphis wanted to call it the unusual suspects at first. And then they wouldn't, they wouldn't, the CBS wouldn't let them use that. Oh really? That's yeah, funny. Because of the movie, and so. Wait, why? Because of the movie? Oh, just rights? Because of the usual well, suspects. They're gonna have to be called decommission from now on because they are falling apart. We'll see what is the remnants of this in the coming hey, I weeks. I like the roots. I like the roots uh, one better. The line. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the root. The root, which is Enzo and. Um, or the root. Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Because Enzo is not part of this six, but Enzo no. is very much under Cody's wing. It is seems that way. Like, and like that's the thing. Like when I first watched the season, it almost seemed like Cody was doing what Memphis is doing, trying to like just because everyone was coming to him and right, making deals. So he was kind of just okay. I'm gonna like see how it kind of flies. I don't want to commit to anything, right? But Memphis is more. He's more vocal, and people are approaching him more aggressively than than Cody. I think got in the first week. Here's the deal. If Janelle Kaser wins HOH next week, there's one person, one person only that they should want out, and that's Cody. If they can get Cody out, the rest of the that alliance and like how strong they are will crumble because yeah. they don't have it. The Enzo is kind of with them too, so like you know, and so need, is uh, Dave on and uh, Bay Bailey. Right. So you need to split. You need yeah, to cut they don't the head off. That, the though, right? like, no one knows that Cody's got two alliances. That's the issue, right? Like in their minds. Jan they're probably still going to go for someone like Nicole uh, ah, Brenzel. Like they're not. I don't think they're going to go for Cody because they'll go for a move, but I don't think they'll go for that. That I don't think. Well, that's I don't think you're wrong either. I think based on everything we saw tonight in this episode, it seems like Kesar and Janelle are much more focused on getting Nicole F out. And I don't necessarily think that's wrong. I think she's the. I would put up Cody and Nicole F if I were them. Like yeah, those are the two. Sure obvious people to put up and if you know one comes down you put up um probably whoever is next closest to them probably danny that but that's if that's with us here on the outside with knowledge that they potentially don't have or don't aren't quite reading the situation right it's easier from this side yeah but i got a question because there's one thing i wasn't clear on is this safety suite thing so like is it like the it's not the whole season like the room changes every few weeks right Right. This will be it will be again next week. We'll have it again. Three week periods. Three week periods. Yes, and you can only play it at once, right? So you have yeah. one ticket to use of the three. That's weeks. what I and that's what I gathered because that's why I guess Memphis was like pushing everyone last this week so that next week there would be whoever's left would play it obviously themselves, right? But right. that's the thing too, right? So who's who didn't play? 
um, you know, let's break it down, right? Because that would depend on the vote too. Come and whoever's evicted, right? So obviously Janelle and Kaser can't play it, right? Cody, Christmas, Ian, Bailey, Devon, they can't play it, right? right? So you've got and David can't. So if either if Nicole survives, Nicole A, then she can play it. Memphis can play it. Uh, so like that kind of saves Memphis this week, right? It's kind of play the plan might work out. And then uh, Danny, um, Nicole, Nicole F, and Tyler. Tyler didn't play, did he? Uh, Tyler is not. Tyler still has his his his. Yeah, those are the people. Then that would I think I think I got almost all of them. Yeah, right. right. All right. And that Yes, and as I was just thinking about all the people that are still to go, it just sparked me this whole conversation at the beginning with Memphis, Kesar, and Janelle to begin this episode tonight. When when he tells them that he put up Nicole A because she um, she didn't play the the competition, didn't play play the safety suite. Not Nicole A. No, she didn't play the. No, neither Nicole played. No, I thought she did play, but she said she wasn't going to play. No, no, she's she didn't play because Memphis told her to play. Oh, okay. I thought she did play. Um, yeah, so yeah. I think and just the reaction, up, like they're just like, what the hell? And yeah, Memphis is I think that was a just a bunch of bullshit. I just think he put her up because he he didn't like her. He doesn't like her. He doesn't they, he doesn't get along with her. I think I think that's how Memphis looks at the game. Like he's like, I have my alliance, I don't care who goes who goes home as long as it's not my alliance. And right yeah. now, his and I don't need to get there. blood on my. I, that's yeah. why he won't put up Janelle though, because it, it would it 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 puts him in the crosshairs. Yeah, like it is too early, but like, see, that's the thing, right? Is that I think above anything else, in terms of from Memphis's perspective, he played the best move, which was not move the block, because like obviously as fans, we want to see him move the block and we want to see a blindside, right? But in the reality of the situation is though, he said it. Like, why would he change his vote? That just changes his, you know, like everyone's going to, you know what I mean? So the damage is done. Why make, you know, especially this week too, is what I'm saying, in his mind. As a fan, we don't want to see that. We want to see, you said earlier, the house blowing up and, and stuff, right? But he's playing safe because, you know, he doesn't want to show his cards. He doesn't, like he said, like he does, he's not telling anybody anything, even his own alliance. He doesn't well, have he's any playing cards. So- yeah, he's holding all the cards. He's it's he's playing. What was I, I heard? I heard the analogy today that he's playing poker with Uno cards or something. On yeah, the, like he doesn't cards. have any cards. Like he has no specific person that he wants to go after, really. You know, but he has people he doesn't want to go after. So that's kind of really what it comes down to. So he just wants to like get through the HOH week. Yeah, it's like he wants it but doesn't want it. Right. But he's playing so safe. He's playing badly. He's playing the opposite of safe. He's playing dangerously because he's alienated his whole alliance. We saw in the testimonials tonight. They're all Nicole. If Nicole, what's Nicole F has done with you? She's she's never looking back. She's not coming back to Memphis unless she has to one day. Like yeah. he's like the only other person left in the house. But this, like she, he will become a pariah as soon as he is not in some position of power. And then he's going to find himself sort of really sorely out of it because everyone he he's kind of burned bridges. We'll see. Like maybe he falls under somebody's wing, but I very much in a minority alliance of some kind. But well, Danny's the same the same way. She's not putting up with it. She's kind of there because she's six and it's safe, but she's not. She's not gonna. I don't think she's she's committed to Memphis at all. To be be honest. 
I think Memphis needs to align with Janelle and Kaser. Like that's what she that's what he should do. But he he's not going to do and that. They, that's he, what they want, right? That's what they. I think they're trying to sell it to him, right? And they're like, even they're like, he's like, maybe I was a little harsh with David in that uh, in that nomination speech. And they're like, who you think, you know? But they're they're instead of like you know grilling him, they're trying to like con- like flip him, right, and bring him over. Yeah, and they're also trying to like tell him the truth. Like they weren't going to kiss his ass and go, no, it was fine, you know. They're trying to like you know get him to like see like, hey, like we're we're gonna feed you information and we're gonna tell you the truth. Right. And that counts for a lot in that house because when people are always lying to you, you're you're inherently not going to trust them. You know? So and that's gonna happen with his alliance. His alliance will lie to him. And then when that happens, he's gonna go like, Why am I with these people? Why why don't I just go, you know, with the people that seem to be feeding me the information that seems to be truthful? You know, like yeah, I, yeah, I, so- but what will that like yeah, does he fall back into Case R and Janelle's like sort of stronghold? Well, I don't if think, it, I think that, it's that's, like, that's best case scenario for for uh, Memphis. Yeah. Okay. Let's say this. Okay. Tomorrow's the eviction night. Okay. Yeah. So we already know, Mem- you know, so Memphis and the five, and then there's the five others for, you know, so Memphis can't be in. There's five people up for, you know, so what is that? What would that be? So five, how many people are in the house? First of all, 16? Uh, 15 now. 15 now. So after tomorrow night, 14. Right. right. So essentially they have, you know, you know, almost a, a, a third shot, right. And that aligns getting the, you know, the HOH again. Right. Right. KSR and Janelle either get it hypothetically. Right. Yeah. Memphis in a sense, I, th- I think has no choice, but to join them. Yeah. If they he trust should. him enough to even bother, he's not going to him. though. He's going to just try to lay low and hang out with Cody and talk to Cody about his, you know what they want to do. It's about the and how they want to vote. That's how he played it with Dan too. Like him and Dan would just get together, decide what they wanted to do and vote people out kind of as a pair. They didn't form this giant six-person alliance and, and that but that's what's working lately in Big Brother, which it makes Big Brother really frustrating to watch because it immediately makes the cool kids against the losers. And that's what happens every year on Big Brother. And I, and it's infuriating because, you know, you're like Dave, you always say you want to cheer for the underdogs, but then the underdogs are always at, at, at a disadvantage. Always. But they, you know, and they also, happening. but the problem is the underdogs, these people who are like the losers, like they, they, what they should do is rally together. Like even if you're a minority alliance, you win power, you can still like, you know, have a comeback, right? If you stay true to your alliance. But the problem is, at least maybe not this season, but in other seasons, you've seen that 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 sort of group that they're always eager to sort of be in favor with these po- people in power because they hate it is individual at the end of the day and they don't want to be put on the block and whatever. So they try to like suck up and many of them sort of fall into the spell. But um, it's that's kind of the problem about the whole thing, right? It's it, you want just get together, like know that you're better than this. Uh, that you don't have to see that, that two person style. That's his problem. Right. Why, yes. Yeah. Uh, but that's why I want to see players like Devon and Bailey, who have played recently, understand this. Understand that they were the ones that got ousted early when they played because they didn't realize the fact that who was in the big alliance and who was not. This should be like this should be like Big Brother one hundred and one. And the only players that seem to understand this are Janelle and Kaser, the people that played many many years ago. So, like, they're the ones that have figured out who's aligned with who. They, they, you saw it tonight. Janelle goes, yeah, 
like Christmas and Nicole and Danny, they're all together. And Cody, those four people are absolutely 100% together. And Memphis knows this. But are you tighter with those people than they are with each other? Does he really believe that in his head? I think he he thinks he's tight with Cody. But Cody will drop you with a, you know, no problem. He will get rid of yeah, you. Yeah, he'll, right. You know, he's no so beast mode cowboy. Yeah, he, yeah. They, he, you are the new beast mode cowboy right now, Memphis. Well, yeah, so, maybe he is the new beast mode cowboy. Who, who they, they kept around to what, the final three or four? They right? kept so. around a long time. Yeah. And, and I think Memphis just, well, I, I would not be surprised if Memphis goes to the final two again and loses like big, you know, big in a big way. Because if nobody's gonna really respect this. his game if he keeps doing this. Now, if he goes and aligns with big, big name players and really starts controlling things with those players, then the narrative will change. Yeah, it, it, um, I think that tomorrow, because like you look at once again, like you got the six person alliance, and then you got Cody who's in that plus the other with the alliance with uh, Bailey, Devon, and Enzo, right, and. Mm-hmm. You know, and and realistically, you know, like you said, date or like Jeff, there's so many people. Like, there's a number of people that are at disadvantage because you know, like Kevin, you know, Nicole and and um, David, if they come back, right, watch whenever one stays. I mean, and, or or you know, like even Janelle and Kaser because they're on the outside, right? This is the problem. Like it's it's we're like I said earlier, like I said the beginning of the thing, we're waiting for those weeding like lower people to be weeded out. Which is unfortunate because we like we should have to wait, you know. Right. But like Memphis should realize at a certain point, hopefully, that these people that he are in his big um, six-person alliance that he formed or whatever are not really going to have his back. And hopefully, when that happens, he outs to them to the Baileys, the Davey Bonds, the, you know, the Ians, these players. And when that happens, then you will see a real shift in the house, you know? Uh, well, I don't think he will. He's not going to have that chance because he's not even, like you said, he's not building in the trust. He hasn't built any trust with this sixth person. Right. Nobody but Cody really trust him. But they'll, like, word gets around in that house, and if Nicole starts talking to Danny or in the, or whoever, like, in her alliance, and then one of those persons says it to Davon, Bailey, or, or Kevin Campbell, that's going to get around. You know, and so it, it, we'll see how good this alliance is and if they can keep their shit together. Because if I feel like they can't, I feel like the the alliance of five is much better than the alliance of six. But and it will be completely exposed now, right? Because like if I, Memphis I so. does get ousted from it, either you know if he's evicted, they're you know they'll probably try to like keep him pacified for as long as possible before he's he's dropped. But he could potentially burn them all down on the way out, you know, right. and. Uh, just exposing them, and then once they're exposed, they're vulnerable. He, he was a partner with Dan, right? Dan was always a go out of style kind of guy, so you know he'll he'll do the same thing. You're right. Dan was Who's really only- good at playing possum. Dan was really good at like letting everybody blow up while he read a book, and 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 just tried to pretend that like you know oh nothing's really going on, nothing really bothers me. That's how Dan played. Oh, I was just thinking of Dan Pino specifically, but well, that's yeah. in season fourteen, not when he played with Memphis. When, uh, and and that he was a much flashier player in fourteen. If you go watch Dan Geasley in season ten, he plays a lot like like Cody, very similar, like you know, like just kind of goes along to get get along, tries to stay under the radar, and then make a move when he has to. And that's like what Cody was saying tonight, like to do the back door would have been smart. That's something maybe Dan would have done, maybe not this early, uh, but you know, 
that, that those are the type of things that you, you need to you need to build a resume for yourself to in order to win the game but you, you know at the same time you can't be like the front runner of an alliance because and, and everybody know it because once that happens you're 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 numero uno to go home we got a comment here from a, a viewer uh from mary ba- bass uh, atkins uh, i just don't understand they keep saying janelle is lying uh about what I, I, uh, about, about about what the four like, per, what the four people she thinks are in an alliance yeah maybe oh well, that's, that's what tends to happen when you tell the truth everyone calls you a liar yeah in the big brother um, house true tr- you know the truth is a lie and a lie is a truth and that, that's kind of how it works because it's all acting it's all like who is better at convincing people that they're they're the one that are bullshitting right and then when that happens uh, when whoever's really good at it, like like a like like a Janelle, right? She she was able to really quickly figure out who was aligned together. All she had to do was walk in on one room, on one conversation, and everybody you know started talking about nothing. That's all that it really it takes, guys. Like you just have to walk in a room, figure out who who's who's like starts talking about ice cream by the t- like you know within tw- you know ten seconds of you walking into that room, and then you know that those people were talking game, and that's what happened. And Kaser and Janelle know it. They're a pair. They're going to be aligned to each other, but they're they're out in the open. Everybody knows Kaser and Janelle are together. Whereas once once like Kevin Campbell finds out that there's this like Tyler and Christmas and all these people were in an alliance together and they didn't include them, well then then they're gonna know, you know. And I hope that we don't get one of those five people win H O H tomorrow because if that happens, then we're getting another week of this. And yeah, that's what they want that. no one wants that. You know, the only other, you know, the only other thing that would like actually the best would be if like uh I'd say probably if like uh Devon won or something. Cause she would she would pretty she'd light up the whole week. I think they'd be pretty funny. I'd love to see Devon or Bailey win it because um then you're gonna see Janelle and Caser go hard at trying to convince them more than Memphis what to do. Uh, yeah. you know, because Memphis, they knew Memphis wasn't coming after them. Janelle knew right when he won HOH that they were pretty good because Memphis knows that Janelle and Kaser are the two most popular people in the house. They know, they knew going in that those two people were going to be fan favorites. So Memphis doesn't want to be the villain. He doesn't want to be the person to go after those people. I get why he, he isn't doing it because I, I would, I would probably be reserved to not do it as well. I'd be like, well, then everybody's gonna hate me for the rest of the season if I, especially if I take Janelle out because Nicole yeah. doesn't like her, you know. I don't, but let, let alone if my alliance hates me. But he doesn't think that's important right now. I, I don't think he gives a crap about his alliance. All he cares about is his alliance with Cody, and and that's it. And, and the, I don't think he's really tightly aligned with Christmas or tightly aligned with Tyler. No, In fact, those like people don't trust him. Always said like a protective layer. It's all he called it, whatever it was, right? He doesn't care. He just wants. To, he wants to be. I guess I didn't watch the season, but he wants to be the Derek, I guess, right, or the Dan, right? Like he wants to be the better of the two because he was the lower, lesser half. Yeah. But, well, I think yeah. that's. I think that in Memphis's mind, that's what the what what's yet to be determined, right? Who will be the greater of the two, Cody and and Memphis? Like they, they they're alpha male types, right? So they're they're just trying to establish that dominance. That's their archetype in some ways. Um. 
even though they're actually betas, uh, both of them <laughs> in their respective seasons. Or at least they were second place finishers. I think they're more like, yeah. Yeah. Right, like without those, without Dan and Derek not going back, they kind of had a chance more to shine, right? And it's like, hey, who's going to do better in that spotlight? Also, right. okay, here's the deal. With Nicole Franzel, where she goes, I just don't understand why Janelle doesn't like me. You know exactly why Janelle and you two don't get along. You were talking shit about Janelle before the season started because Janelle wrote an article saying that you didn't deserve to win Big Brother 18, that Paul deserved to win, and that that's who she would have voted for. And so Nicole doesn't like Janelle because of that. Okay, so why don't you just say that? Why do you gotta like try and convince me that you're what was me? Oh, I don't know. You know, I don't get why Janelle doesn't like me. I haven't done anything to her, you know, but I, you know, because you talk shit about her. That's why. <laughs> well, this is, this is, sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, why is she playing the victim? I don't know why she, like, that's her, like, MO all the time. This what is classic doing? Nicole Franzel gameplay. This is what she does. Like whenever she's uh, like just hearing that her name was thrown out there by them, right? Like this is this is how she'll sort of try to scramble and make sure that the target's not on her. She'll just try to reassure herself like this. Sort of, but she always approaches each conversation like, "Oh my god, they don't like me, and I'm such a why? Why me? Like you know?" And and, 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 and but it's not genuine. She doesn't mean it. She it's more about just sort of like whining enough that you will sort of say like leave me alone it's not you or something like don't worry don't worry whatever case or janelle threw out right like and so i don't know maybe it's effective maybe for her it's, it seems to be a tactic she's used she's used in the past and results speak for themselves but uh yeah that's what she does uh question here do y'all ever feel like the producers tell them not to uh jk uh jk on no, the block? Okay, sir. Janelle and Kate's here. I, well, it's not unprecedented. Um, I don't think production. they directly tell them, but I do think probably what they do say is like, hey, like they would do leading questions like, hey, how popular do you think Janelle and Case are on the outside of the house right now? Like, do you think that's a, a big deal? Like, you know, like that they're old school, like they played so long ago and everybody like, you know, stuff like that. So it gets it in their head like, oh, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't go after them because then everybody's going to hate me, you know? So I do think that might be a way they influence it. I don't know if they directly tell them that, though. I don't know if they, they would do that, but they might. Uh, the, the, it wouldn't be the first time the production did something dirty like that. They definitely have favorites that they want to keep on the show because they want as many viewers as possible. They want to keep people engaged and to have a Janelle or Kaser go out and then we have to watch, you know, Kevin Campbell and Bailey for the rest of the, you know, like the, 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 not, I love those guys, but they're not bringing in the viewers, you know, like, like, like is know, it like possible? I think it's, is it possible? Like the producers tipped off Janelle and Kaser last week to play in the, um, in that safety, in the safety suite. It's possible. It's, it's possible. not. It, it, it's possible. Like because Are they constantly bringing them into the diary rooms and stuff. Is that how it works in there? Yes. Yeah, you go into the diary room. Everyone gets their confessional, and like I don't fully understand how it works. I think you're not just looking at a, like a screen asking you questions, right? There's actually someone talking to you directly, right, and asking you questions. Yeah, and there's they don't see them. They're on like another side of a wall, kind of they have like an intercom buzzer or whatever. Well, it'd be like a Julie situation, right? Yeah, sort of like that. Yeah. But they're able to feed them lines, so there must be some kind of teleprompter and something there, yeah, too. Yeah, they probably have a teleprompter, and, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, and they feed them lines. When you see like Enzo come out for the veto, like obviously whatever he's supposed to say is scripted. 
right? Like everything, you know, like it, so they obviously like there are several moments in every single episode, whoever is HOH leading the veto comp, like they're totally, you know what I mean? They, they you know, especially the bond last, you know, emphasize, you know, you got to really bring it, you got to bring that, you know? So yeah, I'm not surprised if they, if they would slip something like that in during one of those sessions. Yeah. So I imagine like, like, like a Danny. Star, right? So I'm, yeah, like I would imagine like a Danny tonight would have went into the DR, would have wrote something down like about Memphis saying, hey, you, you're you telling people are, you know, they aren't rookies, uh, you know, but you're the one making the rookie mistakes. Like when she said that, I'm guessing she probably went in the DR, probably wrote that down, put they put it on a teleprompter and then she recorded it. Right. Like so there's stuff like that that happens in the DR. Like not all of that stuff is like genuine, you know, like it's not it's like rehearsed. It's like it's pre it's pre thought out before they actually perform it in the dr whereas in survivor when they take them to do the confessionals they're, they're kind of just asking them questions and then they're getting their honest reactions now okay. sometimes in, in big brother they, like, they they come into the dr they know what they want to say like tonight like janelle she came into the dr she knew she wanted to say like we're trying to like take out nicole i don't trust her like stuff like this like she she would have known she wanted to say that in the dr and then nicole they probably asked nicole well why do you think like maybe like some of the house guys maybe don't like you or like what's going on with janelle like they probably asked her because like it comes up right and then that's when you get the oh i don't understand why janelle doesn't like me like type stuff right yeah let's turn the pot in a sense from wherever they are <laughs> Because they obviously that's the thing, right? Is that as much as yeah, you have all these people in the same house and you think they, you know, they're not gonna hear everything, right? So you gotta kinda have to, you know, poke and you know, just in, in certain ways to keep the you know, keep it going, right? Because this is live, right? This is week to week. This is not like the whole season's done and you're edit you have time to edit and make it the way you want. You're on the fly, it seems here. Like you're trying to get, you know, and every you know, you get the cast in, you you have like, as a production, you have an idea of we want so and so or so like we the best odds of what's gonna get us the best ratings towards the end. Yeah, but I, I, I like I think it would, would however they try to influence things, it's pretty minimal, but also not like oh, I, I, I know that for sure they will ask questions to them in the diary room, which is giving them information indirectly. Well, Which, if it, yeah, if it was a problem, then it would have, like, someone, some previous cast member would have said something by now. Right? Well, they have, but they're all under contract not to reveal those things. Like, they can't, they can only talk about what goes on behind the scenes so much. They act, like, they've been on many podcasts, many former Big Brother Survivor players, and there are certain things they can talk about what happens behind the scenes, but there's certain things they're definitely not allowed to talk about. Um, and and th this is one of them. Um, and so certain players who have, like, burned bridges and things like that have sort of come out of over the years and said certain things that do go on that how production sort of um, is a puppet master in certain ways, but uh, for better or worse, probably worse uh, in most cases, you know, uh, they just don't, but sometimes like when a Caitlin Herman uh, who uh, played, you know, did this puzzle one time to stay in the house because they wanted her to stay in the house. But she just, it was the easiest puzzle she could have probably done in, what was it, 60 seconds or something? Like, it was just like building like a eight piece puzzle quickly, right? And she, she fell apart and that was it. And she was gone. So they, some, whatever they say is going to happen, they have to follow through with. There's certain things that they're just uh, stuck with because it's on air. We got a comment here from uh, Jamil Robinson. Uh, he goes, in the past, people feel their game has been exposed via sharing in the DR. Yeah. For sure, but that's definitely happening right now. That that's like what Janelle is trying to 
make occur. She's trying to blow up the, she knows there's a big alliance and she's trying yeah. to make the DR make that alliance uh, not trustworthy of each other, you know, distrust each other. And it's working because Memphis isn't willing to, you know, pull the trigger on helping his alliance out. And, you know, as a fan, I'm happy he's not because I, I, I would much rather a David or Nicole Anthony go than a Janelle or Kaser because I don't want that alliance to have too much power in the house. I don't want them to be controlling everything because they have all the comp, comp beasts on their team. You know, so we, we need the other people to win a competition coming up and and hopefully do the right thing. But the only way that's going to happen is if Janelle makes people draw lines in the sand. Like Memphis had the, the line tonight. I don't want to draw lines in the sand too much. But the fact is Janelle and Kaser know where that line is. And they know who like who's on their side and who's on not on their side. And that once that occurs in the next week or two, hopefully it's really good TV. I, I'm, I have high hopes uh, because I don't see like Christmas, Nicole, Danny, and Tyler breaking up and Cody breaking up their alliance. And, you know, not, but no. can make that, that alliance a big target, you know, what, if he wants, you know, and he what will happen to Cody when he gets exposed as part of this alliance? Is he still in with Enzo and Davon and, and Bailey? I think he's definitely in with Enzo. Uh, whether or not he'll be in with the other two, like that's the All problem. Right. They say like Davon or Bailey wins the HOH next week. They're not going to go after Cody, but hopefully they go after like Christmas and Tyler because mm -hmm. those are the players I'd want out personally. Not only are they good at competitions, but like they're they're good at like getting like both of them basically got to the end of of the game, and they did that because they just created this solid alliance and they never like they wouldn't waver off their big alliance you know and i wouldn't want those players around like i want players that would go back and forth because when you're when the chips are down and out for you you need movement in the house when people just you know this is the way it is and you're going home and you know that's not fun for the audience and that's definitely not good when you're on the bottom end of that right yeah for sure uh no, I thought that we had another comment there, but we don't. Okay, so um, I think we've kind of talked about this episode as sort of as it aired tonight. Jeff, did you want to give me any spoiler talk tonight? Um, Is there any spoiler to talk? Is we have the live eviction tomorrow, um, and so maybe we can talk about maybe the way the vote is looking right now. But I just want to give a full spoiler warning to Josh as well, uh, if if anybody wants to uh, to drop off here. Um, How do you know? What, what, what do you mean by spoiler? What's uh, what's the if it's live eviction tomorrow? What, do you, what spoiler do you have? Well, just in terms of live feeds and what uh, sort of is the chatter? Like, how is this vote looking? Like, it might go. How might it shake out tomorrow? So, so like we might have be able to get some intel on that from the live feeds. Um, but I just wanted to sort of give. Uh, but that and they might show that tomorrow on the episode. So they if you will. don't want to see something, they might show tomorrow or hear about that. Then it's better to drop off. For full reality surprises, so uh, I'll uh, I won't watch it past this on the YouTube if I take a look. But I appreciate it, boys. Appreciate the uh, courtesy of letting me know. Uh, I, I I should be back tomorrow if uh, Jamil will let me uh, squeeze in right behind him, not just say. Oh, well, I, I I can't speak for Jamil, but I hope so. I, I think yeah, all the we'll have the four of us. Hopefully, I I hope he's back tomorrow. Um, uh, that we can man. talk about the eviction. So Will it be? Your, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not your. I'm not your replacement. I'm a fill-in. 
So don't don't think for a second. Oh no, well, no, no, no. Like oh, you're you're one of the correspondents, Josh. Um, and as well, I wanted to just um, ask you before you drop off, who is your prediction for eviction? Nicole A. Nicole, you think the votes will fall to Nicole? I'm gonna go just by the simple fact by what 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 uh, Jeff said, and it's just the cool kids versus the rest, right? And if David's in with Tyler, then I think that's pretty much that pretty much seals it. Unfortunately, I, it's pretty much exactly what's going to happen. I think. Uh, so yeah. I, I think it is what it is. Like I, it's kind of obvious that that's kind of that's my that's my take. Thanks, Jamil. Appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> okay, well, you guys, you guys talk your spoilers, eh? And we'll uh, we'll see how it de- it does break down tomorrow. But I think it's I think it's pretty obvious. There's nothing really to think about, right? Um, especially after you know the veto, you didn't change anything. Um, but, uh, yeah, boys have a great night and, uh, you know, we'll see you tomorrow. I think it's what's going to happen. Thanks, Josh. We'll see you tomorrow night. We'll be talking the eviction. All right. Looking forward to it. Take care. Bye. Okay. Um, so, okay. You want some all right. quick spoiler ideas right now? Cause okay. Okay. So, hold on. Let me put the, let me, let me put the, uh, warning on the scroll. These are big spoilers. Here we go. All right. So we're talking what's going on in this house. Now, I do know a little bit, Jeff. I've heard some things. Um, okay, what do you I know? know? I know that uh, the KSR and Janelle are making a big push to save Nicole. A. Oh, now great. that that's a huge spoiler. We kind of saw that tonight in the episode, but that they've been able to get a few votes. They've been working on Ian. They've been working on... Uh, they think they have Christmas. Apparently, they don't, I heard. Uh, she's she's telling them that they'll she'll vote uh, as well, and they think that they can get a couple others like Bailey and Devon, but even they're being sort of skeptical, and that it ultimately um, they think that they the best case scenario that they can tie this vote, and they think that Memphis will vote to keep Nicole Anthony, uh, but if that and that's not a certainty either way, but it's likely I don't know like I think he likely as well I think he'll take out David because everything he said to David. Why wouldn't he want to get David out? He knows he's his enemy. Nicole Anthony, probably like Janelle and Kaser said to him, they probably she probably won't come after you. Mary, you're yeah. always uh, like, well, let us know what you think. We give us the hot takes. We'll always uh, we always like hearing from from everybody. So yeah, keep them sure. Yeah, like uh, yeah. If you ever have any questions, uh, feel free to to send them on over. Like yeah, right now I think it could be a six six vote. Uh, it, let's just go through the votes though. Okay. Um, Okay, so we got our five people that aren't that are in the alliance. Okay, so we we know pretty much are going to vote for Nicole Anthony. So that's Tyler, Christmas, uh, Nicole Franzel, um, uh, Cody, and who's the other person in the alliance? I'm forgetting. Uh, Danny. Danny. Those five people are probably going to vote to evict Nicole Anthony. Okay. Yes, almost certainly. So that's five. Kaser, Janelle are going to vote to evict David, probably. Right. Yes. So they need, so the, how many? There's seven. Uh, the, the, so there's there's six. There's twelve votes, right? So that's right. only. Well, who, where's Enzo's vote going? Where is uh, Davon Bailey, right? Those and, three and people. Enzo probably vote together. Like if they're in, like either they're right. going to vote with the majority, which is probably right. the, what the three of them want to do, and don't forget that Cody has influence with those three. So you sure. you have to even getting those three votes uh, is tough. But then you also have to get Ian. You also have you have to get some member of their alliance even to get a tie, right? So say Enzo votes with Cody, right? So that's six. 
All the other and people. I think if, en- to... if Enzo votes with Cody, I think it's over. Not necessarily, because then that's only six. There's six other votes. So Kaser, Janelle, Bailey, Devon, Ian, and Kevin Campbell could all vote together to tie the vote if they wanted to. And I don't think I don't see Kevin Campbell as being sort of in with them. Like he's a floater. He wants to be in again with the cool kids. That's how he kind of plays. He's he's sort of a victim of that because you saw how much Cody just intimidates him because he's a perfect Greek god or whatever he is to to uh, to Kevin. Yeah, but... he also said he was going after Cody. You know, so like he's an erratic player. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I don't think he's necessarily go. You know, I don't think he's like an easy to read person. Uh, yeah, well, um, that's possible. Ian could vote with Nicole Franzel, but that doesn't that, that doesn't mean he necessarily too, definitely right? will. He's really good friends with Nicole Anthony. Nicole Anthony and him get along great. I don't know how much of a relationship Ian has with David, and I think that might be what ends up hurting David. Is David, nobody really is friends with David because they don't really know him. You know, like he, he, he Except for he, Nicole. Nicole, yeah, Anthony knows them. So, yeah, they played the same season and they're on the block together, which would suck for them. Uh, but who has more relationships? Probably Nicole Anthony, just based off the fact that she was, she's been around the Big Brother community more than David has. She's, she came third. She's definitely more notable and she's way more popular. She won, a, didn't she, she won America's favorite player, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, right. So, like, she's, and David's well liked too. He's popular, but he's not as popular as she is. And I just think that they feel more connection with her. But they also see her as more of a threat because she is so good at. I don't really understand why she's the big target of these two. Uh, like I understand that she's a she's not with them. I guess David's just a like. Why would you get rid of them? Is probably there what they're thinking. If you're if you're the Cody Alliance. Anyway. Uh, so, but right now, Jeff, do we have a report? Do we have a sense of how this vote is going to go? Is there any, is there any, um, sort of sense? Like, will it be a tie? Will they be able to pull this off? Or is it, is it pretty much Nicole Anthony's going on? Uh, I think it's too close to call. I think it, it, it'll really come down to apparently Cody's been mulling over whether or not he wants to take out Nicole Anthony and whether or not he would want to keep, you know, why would he want to keep David is kind of what he's been mulling over. And, he said to Nicole Anthony, if you stay, it won't be because of Janelle. So he's trying to like not make Janelle the hero for her. And if it's good, if somebody's going to be the right, hero for her, right. he wants it to be him. And if you he's know? saying something like that, then, well, I guess it doesn't matter. Because if she goes, she goes. It's it's not going to matter if he says that. And because he I think not a Co- Cody could decide who. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think Cody can decide who goes home this week. You know, pretty easily. But why? Why does Cody? Okay, why does Cody or or want to get rid of Nicole Anthony? Like, what's the reason? Why does Cody want to get rid of Nicole Anthony? Well, because I don't know if he does. I like I don't even know if this. I think if Cody had his druthers, they would he would have had Memphis put up Kesar and Janelle. But that's yes. not what happened. So they're right, just but, trying to figure out like who is more who is more of a number for someone who's against me. And I guess they're identifying. That that's Nicole Anthony because I guess like what's David going to do? He hasn't shown any his ability to sort of rally anything, get in with anything. He's he's probably a lame duck. He's a, a goat to take to the end, right? Like so, they must be eyeing him a little bit like that. Sometimes you want to get those players out because you don't want people like that are easily manipulated and that you can control. You know, like because when they're not on your side, it sucks. And, and, and like that's why I wouldn't want Christmas like in the house because she's just like she she picks an alliance she she just stays with it 
you know, like that's just how she she plays. And and I don't like I just don't want to watch that. I would much rather watch players that that are malleable that will flip flop. Like Dave Vaughn's usually pretty good at this, but it's gotten her trouble both times that that she played, and that's why she went home both times. So they're kind of like taught and bred not to do that and to form a big alliance, make everybody understand that when they're going home, that you don't talk to them about game and you just kind of shun them. But that's not really what's going on this week. Right now, it's kind of seems like Nicole Anthony is actually, she's putting more work than David. Not a surprise. David doesn't really know what he's doing. He's kind of only having emotional conversations with people. like He's never had to campaign before. No. This is his first time. He's going up somebody against somebody that he played with, sure, but uh, went much further and understands how to campaign. And she has also people on her side that kind of want to keep her rather than keep David because David's just not useful. You know, like nobody knows where he who's his alliance with. Who's he with? What, what intel? What intel are you going to get from David? Yeah, like what he is of <laughs> no use, not to the big alliance or the, the small alliance. So he's, he seems like he, but Tyler wants him. I don't. I, I don't think it's just because he likes David. I think Tyler I, wants him around because he thinks he can use him. I think Tyler wants him around because he knows he sucks at the game, and he knows he can control his vote most of the time. Yeah, he can use he him. Don't, he doesn't think that about Nicole Anthony. Nicole Anthony's a strong-minded person. That he won't be able to like, yeah, like manipulate Nicole Anthony. He knows that, this. That's why Tyler wants her out. But that's why I like players like Janelle want to keep her because they need somebody that can feed them information. They David is probably not going to feed them crap. And, uh, you know, so uh, uh, Davon should know this too. And Bailey, uh, they really should understand this, you know, and it really comes down to why is like Davon and Bailey and Kevin Campbell and Ian not talking to each other about the fact that, you know, and Janelle, why is Janelle not telling those four people, Hey, those people are aligned together. So if we just kind of continue down this path, we're going to get picked off one by one. That's what's going to happen. You know, so you have to strike back and, but it starts with winning an HOH. It won't happen until an HOH is won. Right. Yikes. Okay. Well, I like, I need to do, I need, I need uh, the other side of the house to win HOH next week or I, maybe I, hopefully we'll get the HOH tomorrow night. We'll see. Um, any other spoiler talk you want to uh, hit up? Just uh, like Nicole was like kind of like giving Cody a hard time on the hammock. Like how many alliances do you have? Nicole uh, who? She, Nicole Franzel. Uh, she, okay. was like, she was like, uh, once Janelle and Kaser are gone, I'm going to have to do all the dirty work, she said to Cody. And Cody says, that's okay with me. I had to do it for Derek, she said. Nicole laughed. Cody says, no, we'll find people to do that dirty work. I've been sprinkling stuff to Memphis so he can do it when the time is right. So they want to use Memphis to do all the dirty work. This is why I think what Memphis did was actually smart for him. You know, I think he was smart not to get in the middle of starting. Like, he doesn't want to be the face of the alliance. You know, that's that's smart. Don't be the face of the alliance. Put that face on somebody else. Put it on Nicole Franzel or put it on Cody. You is know. that why Nicole's not uh, is not happy? That's why. Oh, of course, happy. of course, yes. Because uh, now she's been through. identified because Kaser and Janelle named her, right? That's right. So now she now everybody's like, yeah, yeah, it's the Nicole alliance. It's a Nicole Franzel alliance, right? Right. It's not the, the it's not the Cody alliance. It's not the like Tyler alliance or the Dan. Everyone will just pin it on her. She's got to hate that. 
Oh, she, she's infuriated. And then that's why she was crying to the DR about how Janelle hates her. And, and, and Janelle knows how to play this game. She knows how to make sure if she wants somebody out, make them the face of the big alliance. And, and, and that's what that happens a lot in Big Brother because eventually the face of the big alliance goes home because, you know, you got to go after somebody and it might as well be the person that you think is the head of the snake. And I know a lot of people said it was Nicole Franzel. I personally think Cody's the one who's playing every. Oh, it is. It is Cody, you know? but it's also her. She's like sort of she's right right under that like she's like second in command of that alliance right and yeah. of all of Co- you know and then like yeah like memphis is in it and whatever but like it's clear that like there's different levels there's not it's they're not all equal like there's definitely tears uh and it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out because nicole does not like being the person out front she likes to sneak under the radar yes. pretend like she's so innocent like naive what are you talking about i didn't even know right like she's very like i know this type of person uh very well and uh and it's just it's very transparent and i guess sometimes i wonder like does nicole hope that she'll just like cry in the diary room like but these are fake cry these are false tears like these are crocodile tears like does she think like all her fans are gonna call up and say don't tell, tell them to stop being mean to nicole frenzel like tell Janelle to stop being mean. Oh, there are. I people bet you she does. Bitch, and think Janelle's going after Nicole Franzel and all this kind of stuff. And as much as you and I don't like her, Jeff, like it's even worse for like on social media. You go on Twitter, uh, and it is oh, bad. Yeah. And like I've seen like Amanda Zuckerman come out and defend her, and like I like I know that uh, like anything we can say, there's 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 people who will say ten times worse, right? Just because it's uh, sure, sure. Uh, I don't necessarily dislike her, uh, as far as like I just don't like people that are not genuine to the dr. It pisses me off. You know, if you're going to be that player, that's fine in the house, but don't convince me in your dr bullshit that you don't know what's going on. And you don't know why Janelle doesn't like you. you but her profession very... is social media influencer. And so yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, like, yeah. how much can you really trust anything she says anyway? You like, know exactly I... why Janelle doesn't like you. Be honest. Tell us why people would actually start to be on your side more and start to understand where you're coming from. But when you lie and you make up this stuff where, oh, I don't understand why she doesn't like me, you know why. So just say it. Be honest. I can't, you know, I, I think she's probably a perfectly fine person. I think I get along with her just fine in person. Uh, I, I think she's, you know, perfectly nice. But don't, I hate p- players in the Big Brother house that lie to me in the DR. I don't like it on, on Survivor either. Like, you're not, why would I cheer for you? Well, you know, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I hear you on that. I agree. Like, it's, it. You, how can you? Is, is almost the that's why like everybody's going for like janelle or caser this season that's why everybody like beloves dan and will and those players it's, there's one reason they were the best at being in the dr they were the best at explaining their game to us the audience right yeah that's why the so you can win the game and suck at that nicole france is a perfect example she sucks at it she she does no idea how to convince us what she's doing is like actually genuine and gen, like you know like she everything's kind of like a mistruth or or crocodile tears like you were saying 
I just want a player like that's honest. Like at least Davon, like as much as she's I she's too good in the DR, not good enough in the house. You know? So so that can happen too. But I'll take that over good in the house dis dishonest or just disingenuous in the DR. Yeah, me too. I, I, you hit it right there. Like, why? What's what, what has been my issue with her? And it is because I just don't think she gives us good stuff in the DR. It's all about her image, and you know, like, and fair enough. But like, it's hard to respect that. I just want, like, you know, we want. I think like the, the Doctor Will Kirby's of the world. Like, even though I don't, I'm not familiar with his season. I understand that he was entertaining to watch because he was, you know, he was obviously playing one way in the house, but a whole different thing in the diary room. And that's what the diary room is supposed to be about. But because we're but that was in a different time. In the age of social media and your legacy, it feels like, you know, there oh, yes. and these are players who know what it's like to get out of the house and sort of deal with any backlash. Because everyone, no matter who you are, no matter how like sort of straight and narrow you play the game and how like innocent you think you are in that house, when you get out, somebody's gonna hate your guts. Somebody's gonna have been uh, saying like just the worst right. things possible about you, probably. So right. it's just kind of par for the course. Like, does Nicole Franzel get it worse than most on social media? Oh, yes, I would say she does. Um, it's is it earned somewhat? I think, but but I don't very. I never like you know sanction anything going too far. Like if you criticize it for what yes. it is, right? But she, like I said, because she's being disingenuous, she, she of course you're going to get the most vile and awful stuff because Twitter is a cesspool of that anyway, regardless of when. Uh, you know, a show is on TV. Now, when a show is on TV about real people and real personalities, if you're disingenuous, people are going to rip you to shreds. And, you know, that that's kind of like my, my, like people aren't probably doing that to Ian. People aren't probably doing that to like Enzo. You know, those guys are who they are. Like that's like they, they go in the DR. They don't try and fake it. You know, like they're, 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 they're being pretty genuine of, of like what, who they are as a person. Whereas, Nicole tries to see, she seems to have this MO where she tries to pretend that she doesn't know what's going on and she doesn't understand why people don't like her and feel sorry for me all the time, which is just like, why? Why are you trying to convince me as the audience member to feel sorry for you? I don't care. Like, talk to me about what you're doing in the house, why this person maybe don't like you, what you're going to do about it. You know, like she she was all worried that like in this episode about Memphis putting her up after the veto. So she had no like real idea what was going on as far as what Memphis was going to do. She was just like crossing her fingers and hoping. But just, you know, why not go up to Memphis? Talk to Memphis. Like why why are you like go hide in a corner and just hope it works out your way? Like I, I just don't get that. Yeah, it is weird, <laughs> quite frankly, but we'll see. I I, she can't go on the block soon enough, but I think she's going to be a slippery one this year. Uh, maybe not after tonight. We're going to see how this plays out. Okay, so... Uh, oh, and we got one more question. We got a question here, Jeff, uh, from um, Marie Johnny. Is Nicole safe this week? And, and we were just Nicole saying... Yeah, it's got to be Nicole. <laughs> or you yeah. mean for next week? Um, uh, for okay, this week, yeah. we're saying it's likely... we got to think it's probably Nicole Anthony it's going tomorrow It could night. be close. It depends. It, dep it depends on if Enzo and Davon and Bailey get on the same page with Janelle and Kaser. If those five people can get on the same page and then bring in Ian, it'll be a tie vote. Or they could they could take the vote if Kevin Camel comes too. So those all those people need to vote to save Nicole Anthony. If if because you know Tyler's voting to save David, right? So and he's gonna Tyler, whatever Christmas the uh, Tyler does Christmas, I think will do. 
and but Cody, like how who I don't really know where Co- who Cody wants out. Who do they want out this week? I don't really know. Other than I think Nicole Franzel wants Nicole Anthony out mainly because because her name is Nicole. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you see the hug to at, like in the credits tonight where like the two Nicoles hugged. Mm, no, and Nicole wouldn't. Nicole Fredzel was just like as soon as as soon as possible I was like you know this hug. So she, I, she has animosity in some level I think. Oh, that's what Matt, I read. That Matt was my goes, read on the slow-mo body language. Well, that's yeah, true because that. that goes to the uh Nicole Anthony has a podcast and Nicole Franzel and Danny both ghosted her and they've been laughing about it behind her back in the house. So like you, you know and, and, and the, you know, like they were talking about it and, uh, you know, they were acting like, you know, they were the people that should be mad, even though they ghosted Nicole Anthony. Nicole Anthony was the one that should be mad about that. You know, like this is the problem with the cool kid alliance that, you know, they think they think they're better than everybody. And yeah. they think and and the fact is, a lot of times they will win the HOH and it'll be infuriating. This happens a lot in Big Brother. And a lot of the underdogs, I don't have a lot of faith in this season. I don't know about you, but I don't have a lot of faith Kevin Campbell's going to be a mastermind or Bailey's going to be a mastermind or even no, Dave Vaughn. Kevin like Campbell's Dave holding on by his fingernails, right? Yeah. Like, just he just wants to stay. He's so spooked from being on the block first that that guy will do anything to stay around. <laughs> like, you know, but, he's not going to make any big swings. He's not going to join any sort of rebel alliance. He wants to be in the majority alliance or be an outlier. I think he's happy in that spot. That's right. my read on him. We have to, we have to, like the fans are holding on by their claws for Kaser and Janelle to stay because they're the only two players that have enough strategic knowledge to really break up a big alliance like this. Because and the, the guts the player, to do it. Yeah, the, and the guts because the rest of the players kind of suck. You know, Ian's good, but Ian is a timid player. That's that's how he plays. You know, Enzo yeah. will get in a big alliance and he'll ride it to the final four and he'll be gone. Right. Like the would be rebels are not very convincing. And who else we got? Day and Bay. Yeah. Uh, um, nope. You know, this is why I keep calling out to Devon. You, you're acting like you're in here to play. I haven't seen you do anything in this house other than just lay low and make sure it's not you. And I understand like, that's what you should do at the beginning of a game. Like I'd probably do the same thing if I were them. I get it. But at the same time, you're not in the big alliance you have to acknowledge where the big alliance is and and then and then make plans to take that alliance out i hope that happens i think i think but i think another reality is and i you know like i'm not there's not a huge criticism but i think one of the realities of things is that the um like basically people want to make it to jury like because they're going to make more money they're going to get up even if they don't win the whole game they're going to make more per week Right, like um, I don't know how busy the acting coach job is, but I'm guessing she'd rather be playing a season, you know, making whatever you make per week doing the show. And I think that, like, you know, hey, you know, once you get to that like jury threshold, you're sort of like in for uh, the foreseeable future, right, for until the end of the game. But if you get sent home early, that doesn't benefit her. I, I think that that's got to be part of it. She's just hoping she's not. She could like maybe earlier season. Davon would have led the revolution against this, but I don't right. see her doing this right now. She's just happy to like Cody sort of keeping her in her in his orbit. Yeah, in the loop. But like, why is Cody like this? Like, why is he the person that is like the mastermind? He's the Tyler of this season. He's out Tylering Tyler. He's out Tylering Tyler. It's because he's even better looking than Tyler. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he's he's and he's even more athletic, right? So he's sort of like that's why, like he is the alpha male among the alpha males. Uh, Cody, uh, he's been that person his whole life. He knows how to be that person very well. Plus, he's got that whole Jersey, like extra oomph to him, right? So yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I, I <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope I hope David goes home because I, I mean I I just don't think he has a lot to offer. The no, season, I, the season, and and the counter alliance that inevitably needs to be formed here, because I I I could ju- I just know that the players that are in this alliance, Christmas, Tyler, Cody, Nicole, you know these players are not going to break their alliance, and, and yeah. you know because that's how they no. play. That's how they play. Right. That's why they want Memphis out because he's not. He doesn't fit with them. So, no. Yeah. He, right? he. He. Yeah. He. He won't take the shot for them either. He wants them to take the shot. You know. And they're alive. And honestly, I think it's dick. actually really smart for him to do that because Memphis knows if they come after him, he'll blow it up. And if they don't come after him, he's good. He's he's good either way. You know. Yeah, because they'll need him. The other side will need him. So. That's right. So if they go and like want to try, the only way they should try to get Memphis out is is to try to backdoor him. You know, that's really the only way to, to do uh, Memphis. If like say like Tyler wins HOH and he wants to take Memphis out, he should put up like, let's say it's David and Kevin Campbell and try to backdoor whoever. But he probably won't do that. Like he'll probably end up trying to put up like a Janelle and Kaser. Uh, you know, so we'll see. Yeah. Okay, well, we're gonna be back tomorrow night, everybody, for the Thursday uh, live eviction. You know, if you can call it that. It's the eviction week. Uh, we'll see, and hopefully, we'll get the new HOH. We'll, we, you know, I don't think they've guaranteed that, but uh, it's always nice to get that um, on the show. And uh, you know, check that out. We'll be also on tomorrow night on our other channel, uh, Live Long and Podcast, which is our Star Trek channel, and we're gonna be covering the uh, the third episode of Star Trek Lower Decks, which in Canada here is airing on CTV Sci Fi. But in the States, I believe, is on CBS All Access. And wherever you watch it, we, we're hoping you're, you're going to check out that episode tomorrow. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, and we also have a whole bunch of other podcasts we do over there. Uh, Friday night, we're doing um, our radio theater podcast where we're reenacting an episode of the original series. I'm playing Kirk. Uh, Jeff, you're the villain, I believe, or one of the villains of that episode. We're also going to be doing D Space Nine on uh, on on Tuesdays and original series. We also do our Wednesdays, which we did tonight. But here on 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 Super Mater Brothers podcasting, we do all three nights of the week: Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday. So make sure to check us out. We always like the live comments, and uh, we appreciate all the viewers uh, live and after the fact. Have a have a recent development here too. Yep. Sorry, Dave. Uh, oh, but recent deli- oh, we got a recent deli- development before we sign off. Janelle has been putting in work and she has been trying to convince Dave Vaughn that Memphis will definitely vote to evict David if Dave Vaughn votes with them to keep save Nicole Anthony. And it's and why does Janelle know vote. this? Or how can Janelle say this with any kind of certitude? She said, she goes, this is the, all right, Janelle says this, get the physical threats out of here. We have to, or we don't even stand a chance. Devon, you're sure if it came to a tie that he would vote him out? Janelle says, 100%, go ask him. Devon says, I told Nicole that David doesn't contribute to my game at all. Janelle says, no, he is with those boys, which meaning Tyler and those guys, right? Yeah. Devon says, she was like, Quote, is it because you are friends? Unquote. That's because 
that's where everyone gets it confused. I don't know that I don't know that man. It's my stance versus my game. Devon says, if we save her and she is pissed at you, how does that work? Janelle said, she's not that pissed. She has got paranoia because she feels like I didn't stand up for her. Right? So Janelle's put in work right now. She's trying, uh, trying to, you know, really save Nicole Anthony. Cody says, I'm 100% going to be a have not. Kayser is picking me 1,000%. Christmas <laughs> Janelle is saying that Kayser is going to pick her. Nicole wants to go first. She wants, probably wants Kayser to pick her so Nicole can't. Nicole has to, has got to go first. So, uh, you know, that's what they were talking, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why, you know, so Christmas and Cody and those people really want Nicole Anthony out, right? So obviously, right? So yeah. interesting. Okay. Well, um, I, I hope they pull it off, but it's, I, I bet you it's going to be a scramble all day tomorrow and, and tonight, starting with tonight and, and continuing. Like it's probably going to be one until they can talk about it. I'm sure it will be discussed. They need to make sure they have Ian and, they, you know, if they could swing Enzo through Davon and Bailey, they would have the votes. Yeah, I don't like. We'll see, but I, it's, I bet you, I give it at best a forty percent chance. All right, um, that's it for tonight. Uh, we'll hopefully we'll hear from you tomorrow, and uh, and we're looking forward to that. So have a good night again, and uh, see ya. Oh, thank you.